You're now tuned into Mikey Check Waifu Waifu! Check, my check, waifu, waifu. Tell y'all know, is that you? It might be. I, I just got here. This is episode one twenty four of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. As always, is brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart. Spooky Complex just launched. Make sure you check out Spooky Complex. Go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code Waifu. Spooky Complex is legit. They also got a uh, a um. A collaboration with Fake Nerd. Check them out there. You can use Waifu again to save on your entire car. Also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com as well as our lovely, lovely, the most important Patreon producers, AB Aaron Brown, Dre the GoG, Ked the Pro. Follow Chaotic Culture Podcast at explicitly. Follow at explicitly. Monique Williams and Nachi. Nachi never gave me an update on how you doing, so I'm still waiting for that, Nachi. Thank y'all so much for pr- producing this and many, 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 many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all so very much. Oh boy, this is going to be a great episode tonight. Always is, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about the fact that since the day we're recording this is on Halloween, we have a nice special song for you, Paralyzed by Teflon Sega. So look forward to that. What in the world? Somebody calling you? No, nah, that's a dude engine outside. Somebody's engine outside was sounding like that? Yeah, I think he got like that V8 Raptor. Um, Sheesh. Was that, is that a Chevy, the, the Raptor? It's, it's, the, it's the big, big, like super lifted heavy duty truck. Bro, that reminds me of a story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, this story is actually going to happen. <laughs> so, so, where I live in Houston. It's on a, like um just about on the main road. It's on the main road. Okay, I'm on I'm on I'm on the main road. This main road has the loudest fucking cars go through it every night at about midnight. People with them loud ass motorcycles they come mm-hmm. through roaring. But that's not it. That's not it. That's not the whole story. Every weekend, Friday through Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you already know where I'm going to. It's right. this fucking bar across the street that has a live band, and I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it's the loudest shit ever. They sound like they're in my house playing. Like it's that loud. It's ridiculous. They sitting there with the on the, the boom boom, yeah, the boom, boom, boom. right in Polo House. Like, what's up, Polo? You taking a shower? You're <laughs> <laughs> this loud ass uh, acoustic guitar. I'm like, why the fuck is an acoustic? Th- the guitar riot like ringing my whole house it's fucking crazy i hate it and they're like four it's literally a four lane main street so right. it's eight lanes and it's coming all the way across here oh my god damn turn that shit off through the cars though yeah exactly <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> got the nerve to be going literally until two o'clock in the morning man it's, it fucking kills me that's man. when the bars get ready to close exactly i'm like man come on that's a, it's enough it you gotta get with the Houston nightlife, bro. Nah, hell no, because it's country music. I ain't fucking with country music. I am not. Hey, I, hey, I am nah, not giving country music to my worst enemy. I swear to God. <laughs> Fuck country. That is not my thing at all. But um, yeah, this is an anime podcast. I promise. 
um, brought to you every week, every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. EST. If you could do us a favor on your iTunes or Google Podcast, wherever you listen to our podcast, make sure you go rate it. If you have an iPhone, but use a third-party app to listen to podcasts, go to over to iTunes podcast app and just rate the podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. That means a lot. Um, also, follow our uh, our Twitter at MikeCheckWaifu and our Instagram at MikeCheckWaifuWaifu. Um, what else? What else? Uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash mic check wife boy fool and uh, fucking uh, shout out to y'all listen I, I don't know what we've done me neither but our listens have been absolutely through the roof I don't know if we went viral or something like that the, the episode 121 it never happened for some reason it just became our most popular episodes and it's literally been stacking on the growth so I just want to say on behalf of Montel and me and Lee and everybody that rocks with my check wife waifu podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely insane growth. Uh, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep making it better for you. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing that. <sighs> All right, let's get this anime thing. Crack and tell first and foremost, bro. What was your episode of the week or show of the week this I, week? I, I, I ain't had one. I didn't have one. Yes, you did. Don't lie to me. Yeah, it was 86. <laughs> I'm not even going to hold y'all. It's 86 for me, too. First of all, bro, <laughs> come the fuck on. <laughs> Actually, fuck, dude. I was sitting at my desk with goosebumps, bro. Fucking goosebumps. The entire so, episode. First of all, I'm getting goosebumps I, thinking about it. Holy I shit. Wanna, I'm not going to go too into detail because we're going to talk about it later. But as soon as I felt that, that I felt the music. I ain't just hear it. I felt that music kick in. I was like, Listen. why they fucking with me like that? <laughs> <laughs> why they doing me like this? This is too good. Way, way too good. I was, I'm fucking mind. <laughs> I was blown. <laughs> My jaw was on the floor the entire episode. Listen, <laughs> fuck what you heard. Eighty six is the greatest anime this this year, for sure. It's for sure. no fucking question. Not even close. Not even close. To be honest, we, um, we was heavy on on Vivi at, at the beginning. Yes, yes. eighty six. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like these loud ass cars, right? Gone. Right, off. <laughs> Gone. Listen, it's man, and the people that get to binge it. I'm so happy for you because I, I'm a I'm gonna be real though. I think watching it week to week has been better. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna say watching it week to week is, has changed its performance in my opinion because I think it'll still be good, but it's not giving us shitty cliffhangers like Platinum Man. Yeah, it's not even that. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's not even the, the cliffhangers I'm necessarily worried about. It's that I think I need a break between episodes. It's too impactful. It's too, Im- too much. Too impactful. It's like Game of Thrones. When Game of Thrones was first popping off, like I was glad to wait a week to figure out what was going on next. Because it was just, it was a sensory overload of just fucking emotion. This episode, when it was over, I'm like, because it, it had an after credit scene. I don't know if you saw it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, fucking thank God it's yeah, over. Of course. But I can't wait for more. But I'm like, fuck. I'm so glad this is over. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Uh, All right. Real quick, just because just you said something about Game of Thrones. Uh, that that first season of Game of Thrones, it took me like three times to watch. Mm-hmm, I remember. But, but that final episode, bro, of, of season one, mm-hmm. I was like, 
I gotta watch it. Yep. I gotta watch it. You're welcome. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I was actually just talking about just how I enjoyed the entire thing, even though most people didn't enjoy the final season. Final season was I, ass. Yeah, I agree. There was a lot of issues there, but I think as someone who came in late and didn't have to wait all that time yes. for that final season, I enjoyed it more than people who had to wait. Understandable. Because um, I started the month or month before that final season started coming out. I I just really did you did you ever watch an episode of Burn Notice? Oh, I no. Okay, I'm watching okay. I'm watching the first two episodes like you said. Yeah. I'm watching just the give first it two episodes. Just give it two. That's all I need. Only for you to see exactly how <laughs> the world's finest assassin this this is, dude. Like they literally, I swear to God, this Arthur or whoever wrote this shit watched Burn Notice. They had to because everything they do is almost identical. It's identical, like a copy and paste. It's almost, almost but, bro. Yeah, I swear to God, world. yeah, it's crazy as fuck. It's wild as shit. That's why I just need you to watch those first two, and then you, then you might even be hooked, like I was. Also, he got um, Michael Weston, which is the main character. Burn notice name. He had a suit in one of the episodes that made me want uh, to wear what I wore during my prom because yeah. of that suit. It was it was the it was the black suit. With the the red shirt and the red tie, I'm like, oh yeah, I need that. That shit looks fucking fire. It was when he was playing this us. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about it. He was playing like this villain type character. Let me see your shirt, bro. Fucking oh, what you talking about my, my Lou Complex shirt? LouComplex.com slash oh not slash just LouComplex.com using the offer code Waifu. Yeah, this one's fire. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to see. I was like, that's dope. Super okay, dope. but yeah, continue. It's an anime podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no barn notice talk. Sorry. That was my favorite TV show of all time. <laughs> it's it's, I'm going to watch it. I can't wait. I, I, I believe in your recommendations. I do. I literally can't wait to see what you think of those. Just those first two. That's all. That's all you needed. Um, we did have a question on Twitter. Uh, we normally ask for questions when we want questions, but it's from Rob J. Rob J can ask whatever he want on the podcast. Uh. Rob J says, question for Mike Check, Waifu, Waifu. Since y'all are both in the same city now, are there any plans to record in person at some point? Uh, short answer, yes. We definitely want to do that. Long answer, Tell still lives an hour away. Tell still has two kids in a... Can I share that? Let me know. Yeah, you can say I got two kids. I don't mind saying I got two kids. Okay, and two kids, and... A pregnant wife. A, yes. Okay, I was making sure I wanted you to say it, not me. <laughs> and a pregnant wife. <laughs> so at any moment now, they can, you know, they can pop the third. So we just, we're chilling for right now. I still don't have any other furniture in my house other than my desk. So that's also a problem. And if we do it, it'll have to be here because I got the mic set up. I also have another mic that we could mm-hmm. use too. So, um, hold on. I just thought about it. This Go XLR only has one XLR port. Oh, I still got my other mixer. Never mind. We're good. I still got another mixer that has four mic ports. So we we can it, still do it, it in person. It's gonna happen eventually. Eventually, we just gotta set up set up the right time. It's got you know it's, everything gotta align right. Right. And the main issue with that is, like I said, besides his family obligations, he also lives an hour away, and we always record on Sunday nights at around ten, super or, late, yeah. or eleven p.m. So. It would have to be like we make sure we get everything watched and we get together at like three or four or something. Yeah, exactly. Which would be weird as fuck because anime comes out on Sunday, don't drop until like four. So we had to be like six or seven or something. Like that. Yeah, a something later, like that. A little bit later, but, but we we gonna we gonna work it out. We gonna work it out. I think that'll be a dope episode. Yeah, it's gonna be a dope episode to be in person. It's gonna be some wild <laughs> shit. Um, 
I can't wait for that. But this main episode today is here to discuss the midway point of fall 2021. Crazy ass season. Crazy ass season. Legit a really good season of anime. Would you not agree? No, I 100% agree. Slept on already. 100% slept on. Um, There have been shows that we've watched. Let's start off with shows that didn't quite make our the top seven I ended up making for us. Mm, okay. So, okay. Um, and let's try to stay away from the ones that are in each other's list. So, for instance, like I got Tell here. Looking at some of this list. Some of your must-watches that didn't quite make the list, all right? Uh, Miruku-chan, Demon Slayer, Banished from the House Heroes Party. You don't have to uh, talk about that one because that's on my list, so I'm, I'm going to talk about that. Dem- uh, I already said Demon Slayer. Digimon Ghost Game. Talk to me about those three. Miruku-chan first. Um, Miruku-chan, oh, that's what I think, is just, it's just a, a nice slice of life that is horror-oriented. Um basically all it really is is she's living her life and being haunted by ghosts she gets herself in different scenarios with different ghosts meets different people um and you kind of learn about her aura her best friend's aura that kind of stuff uh really is is if you like etchy because it's very etchy influence because it's interesting it's it's heavy etchy influence but it's also super like supernatural and uh i fuck with supernatural stuff it, i've always been supernatural like like I like that kind of stuff, horror movies, all that stuff. Yeah, but you don't so, consider it a must watch, right? Um, I would not say it's a must watch because it's not going to be for everybody. I don't think it's that cup of tea. And obviously, all anime ain't for everybody. Of course. But this one is going to be a little bit more on that like niche spectrum. Copy that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Bill Divide. No, don't watch it. <laughs> Listen, okay. So for those of you who aren't familiar, we do have. Uh, an episode of, of a podcast that kind of have me and tell pick sleepers shows that we think that are going to excel our expectations that nobody is talking about tell pick build divide now i'm not gonna hold you first episode i'm like oh this shit is looking real good so far <clears throat> but then we are in four episodes in now yeah yeah it's, me out. okay i'm listening this is my statement you got on the Versa- wait a minute you got on the versace shirt <laughs> it's not Versace. Oh, I was about to say, damn, okay. Let me hold some, bro. I'm, I'm not record. I'm not gonna record a Versace shirt. That's how. That's how bad Bill Divide is. He thought this shirt was Versace. <laughs> Bill Divide is so bad. Polo thought I had to come up that quick. It was just like Tim wearing a sixteen hundred dollars shirt in the middle of a podcast. Let's go. I can't breathe. Let's go. Bill Divide is that trash, bro? Oh God. Uh, but no, this is my Bill Divide statement. <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat. <laughs> Since red flags are so important right now, just know. Oh, they trending. When the intro is the best part of the anime, mm. six red flags. Tell them. Six more red flags. Tell them. And then six more red flags because that's just the mark of the beast. What's, six, what's six times three? 24. Um, there it is. No, it's not. I'm joking. Oh. But I, I let you do it because you you always been the math dudes. So I'm like fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna go with it. Don't don't do that. Don't. It's 18 guys. Don't expose us for bad math here. We. I was just joking. Um, <laughs> but no, Bull Divide is actually hot garbage. 
it's, it's, it's bad, bro. It's so bad. Mm. The anime intro is like a really cool between like this this like J pop like fast upbeat to like this slow switch, and you're just like, yo, this is hard. And then it goes into the anime, and you're like, no, turn this off. <laughs> turn turn this off right now. Yeah, it's a uh, it's something. Um, so build like I said, first episode started off good. I'm like, oh, this shit interesting. Then out of fucking nowhere, every character in this show became the most uninteresting thing I think I've seen in a very long time. And even the card game shit just happens. I have no fucking idea what's going on. Like they explained the rules in the first episode ridiculously badly, but it was like, mm-hmm. okay, I can kind of follow it. But then every fight, every card battle after that completely like you un unintelligible you can't even read what the fuck it is like you don't even know what the fuck is going on it shit yeah. just pops up and uh. high key just like what he said they, it just pop up they have like four monsters on the field in the first turn and i'll be like yo what, what the fuck is this <laughs> you know that's not how these card games work <laughs> when the fuck that's did, not- <laughs> when the fuck did you draw hello did we deal what happened it just it just shit just happens and i'm like yo. Yeah, they, they say they say build a device <laughs> and then it's just five monsters on the field all of a sudden yeah i'm like yo what the fuck is going on here i it's confusing it's un, like i said uninteresting the main story is just baffling i'm not even go, we're not gonna spend much time more time on it it's don't watch build a vibe demon slayer okay i chose demon slayer on a like not necessarily a must watch mm-hmm. um because at this point if you haven't seen the movie then i'm gonna say it's a must watch if you have seen the movie you can skip this like for right now until it gets to the the real shit mm-hmm. but uh i think that i mean there's this it's not that much different right now it, it literally you. feels just like the movie and monique and i just watched the movie mm-hmm. and she was like it was really good. She didn't cry like some of the other people's girlfriends did, but you know, she was like, that was, that was really good. <laughs> she she did not fuck with Rengoku though. She thought he was irritating as soon as he said, Tasty. Oh. She was like, Nope, not fucking with it. Yeah. Also, the dub dub isn't as bad as I thought it was. Inosuke's voice is the worst thing to ever exist, though. I think Tanjiro's is still the you know, Inosuke's worse than Tanjiro's. Not in dub. Not in dub. And, and, he sound like he sound like a like an Ed Ed Nettie character. Yeah, but, it does sound stupid. It just don't match him. Like, I know that voice actor from other dubs that I've watched, and he's good, but it just don't work for his character at all. And I just keep thinking, like, he knows, K, when he take his helmet off, like, his, his mask off, mm-hmm. is he going to keep that same horrible, hideous voice when he got that pretty-ass girly face? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't rock with it. I can't rock with it. Like, yeah. And I'm not trying to judge, but, bro, like, they could have done him better. They could have gave him, like, a darker, more sinister voice, and mm-hmm. that would have been, like, perfect but they gave him this goofy ass like voice i'm just like that's horrible super, super bad yeah he um, don't sound like that in the in the sub <laughs> <laughs> no he don't and uh lastly but not least digimon ghosts fuck a uh, ghost game uh so this didn't quite make it on my must watch um but it is still it's kind of interesting but it's not good mm. Mm. It's, it's interesting because it's a new take on digimon where basically the holograms that the world has created uh, they kind of manifest in real life, obviously, because they're holograms. But people are mistaking Digimon for holograms, mm. and it's kind of like a, they call them ghosts, but they're really just Digimon infiltrating the world and doing Digimon shit. Gotcha. Uh, sweet. 
for mines, there is there is a list. Now this is really tough for me because my list is fucking fire, and uh, I feel like uh, I feel like these should definitely be some that you watch. But I'm I I kind of limited it to the to the specific things that I like that I know not everybody would like. Right. So for instance, Comey can't communicate. I think this is a fucking great comedy. If you like slice of life, if you like slice of life, what a fucking fantastic comedy that I feel like, um, a lot of people like, and Comey again, cutest anime character this fall to ever, did you ever see? She's gorgeous. Um, very well drawn. And like I said, artwork does look beautiful. Yeah, very, very beautiful and very, very sweet. I, I love, I love what it is as far as the story is concerned. Um, of course, it's about a girl who obviously can't communicate. We talked about it on a previous episode, so go back and listen to that episode if you want to know more about it. But good show. Another one that didn't quite make my list that I think also should is The Fruit of Evolution. Um, it's called, full title is The Fruit of Evolution. Before I knew it, my life had made it, and whatever the fuck that means. But okay. it, it's about this guy whose entire classroom gets transported to a, another world. It's an isekai. They get transported mm-hmm. to this another world. And this dude that gets transported, he's the last one to be transported. And he's like always bullied. He's f- literally fat. Um, think of the main character of, of Excel World. So if y'all know what Excel World is, it's he's he looks like almost like him. A bigger a bigger guy who isn't quite popular, but he, get, he gets transported last with uh, a couple of special abilities obviously when he gets to the new world he comes across these uh this group of monkeys that are that is like super high level monkeys and they're eating this they're collecting this fruit for their boss um they collect this fruit and he's he's like he's wandering around this forest because he's starving he's a fat kid um he sees the fruit the monkeys run away because they hear some noise or something like that and he eats the fruit the fruit of evolution then literally evolves his entire body to, to be stronger, cooler, and more attractive, essentially. So as he goes on, he levels up and he, and he, and he kind of goes through this world. But the overarching story is a, it's a comedy that has these fucking funny bits that are just hilarious. Um, I think this show is definitely worth watching if you like comedies. But again, it's not for everybody because it is an isekai that I do think still have some interesting storytelling beats to it. So I do think it's worth watching. Um, but just not a must watch this season for sure. Uh, also on my list of not quite must watches, but good shows nonetheless would be uh, Arena, the Vampire Cosmonaut. That's a really decent romance um, slice of life esque supernatural joint. Um, I'm liking it so far. I missed this lady this episode. I uh, just wasn't wasn't clamoring to watch it but i do think it's good it's about this astronaut uh this it's about world world two no world world one russia i think is that when the, the space race started between world war one and world War two yeah i believe it's between those yeah so between those it's about that time and the russian no, government. i think it was it was probably that it was, or it was either that or the cold war yeah one or two whichever one it was it's about the Russian quote unquote empire um, trying to send the first human to space. They're essentially competing, obviously, with all the other nations to do so. And the way they're doing it is they obviously have some historical references, like when Russia sent the dog to space. That said, that lasted a long time, even though it really didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, but they they are testing out how humans would do now by sending a vampire because vampires in this world are literally 
they're secondhand citizens and they're not the vampires you typically know of. So they don't drink blood. They don't do like vampire shit, but they're just a different form of people. So they're trying to send this vampire and she's training with this guy that got demoted to uh, from a cosmonaut to basically an instructor and romance is going to eventually ensue, supposedly. So good, good show. But those are not must watches. You don't have to watch them. I do think they are good. Uh, make sure you follow our adding list. The link will be in the show notes and see what we're watching because it's all there. Like everything that we're watching is there. Uh, all right. So now to start the real 2021 fall must watch list, starting with number one. The number one must watch for the for the fall season. Yes. 86. Yes, that's both of our number ones. Um, obviously, we just talked about what this most recent episode did to us. This is literally the best show of this year, period, 2021, sure. period. Um, extravagant writing, beautiful aesthetics. Some of the best CGI I've ever seen done that has like the mixed anime th- uh, CGI mixed into it. Gorgeous. The mech, the mech motion doesn't make you sick. Fucking gorgeous. Yes, you can still see everything that's going on on the screen. The story, though, the writing, unbelievable the way they do the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Super unique. So even though it's a Mecca, even though we both are not fans of Mecca, me so more than tell, I think this is literally the best anime this year. I can't recommend it enough. You Easily never, best anime this year. <laughs> you never see us not recommending this, by the way. All right. Uh, tell you want to go with your number two? Talk to me. Sakugan. Uh, Sakugan is another like semi mech anime. Like, there's some mech stuff in it, but it's really not heavy on the mech. Um, animation is not as good as 86, but the storytelling so far just seems really like the world is very interesting. Seems very interesting. Um, they're in a, a situation where it's kind of like made in abyss, where mm-hmm. they are in kind of like this world where it's limited and they can't go to the full extent of it. But the difference is that it's like kind of like the reverse. They're not going into the abyss. They're in the earth. And they're trying to make it out, right? Mm. Um, but in general, the main the main thing with this is like the father daughter relationship. Mm. Um, and me being a dad probably kind of has a little bit of tie on my heartstrings there. But uh, in general, it's just like an interesting show. You kind of want to know more about like what's going on in the world and the way it kind of approaches those scenarios. Mm. Um, so yeah, that would be my number two at the moment, which is wild um, to me. I'm hoping it stays as good as it is. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. I just got a tweet from <laughs> a tweet to the Mike at Mike Check Waifu Twitter that says, "Uh, that's from Ked the Pro." He <laughs> says, "He says, Yo, 86. What the fuck? That shit got me stressed." Yeah. <laughs> For real, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, no. This is that's funny. That is funny. Watch eighty six, man. It the tweets come on time, man. <laughs> on time. I just told him we ready on the show. That is fantastic, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty six to do that to you. So Saku Gun is extremely interesting because it's the opposite of made in abyss instead of going down to the abyss they're trying to come out of it that is very intriguing to me the 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 thing that shocked me about that is i'm like wait a minute that is what you went with with number two above world's finest assassin 
We're gonna talk about uh, that. We're gonna talk about that in a little yeah. bit. But my number two is obviously World's Finest Assassin. Uh-huh. World's Finest Assassin is one of uh let's see. Out of all the Isekais I watched this year in 2021, is it the best? No. But full dive. Full dive was hilarious. Absolutely right. But no, it wasn't it wasn't the, it still wasn't the best because jobless reincarnation to me still is better. Um because of his storytelling, and I'm, we're gonna get to that later. But it, yeah. World, World's Finest Assassin is again a Burn Notice anime. Burn Notice being my favorite TV series of all time, this is right up there with it for sure. Because <laughs> just shit, so interesting. What he did with um with uh Tetra. Yes, yes. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm, I'm I'm treading lightly. World's Finest Assassin, probably one of the best Isekais you will watch. Watch it. Can't recommend it enough. Very, very different take on how it's telling the story because it's going through like growing up as a kid in the isekai. So it's not like which mm-hmm. has been which has been commonplace lately, huh? Yeah, with like jobless reincarnation and faraway paladin. Yeah, faraway paladin. Yeah, yeah. very interesting concept that's been changing the isekai genre on its head, kind of. Uh, but yeah, I think I think this is definitely my number two this fall season specifically i think it deserves that spot yeah because it's, it's, it's just too fire writing's too fire i can't wait to see where it's gonna go um including all the brainwashing and whatnot it's very interesting stuff but was it really brainwashing though it was <laughs> nah. really, it felt like she was just ready she just was cool yeah and i felt like he felt like he wanted to do that like wanted her to be a part of it mm-hmm. so very interesting stuff because if you remember the first episode he talked about how he didn't need help so now that he's getting it but but the guy did say look for it so this is a bit different well, I guess right. a little bit different a little bit different um tells number two uh number three far away paladin yeah so I, I really like go I, ahead go ahead what you got to say I was just about to say I can't believe this was your number three I really enjoy Farway Paladin. Um, again, I think it's really like the the character relationships to me just feel better mm-hmm. than some others, right? Like uh, we have some really cool character relationships in uh, f- the world's finest assassin and whatnot. Great. Um, Mom and dad I are think, phenomenal. Yeah, but I think that we get more direct emotional connections in Farway Paladin. And kind of like just the story around those characters to me developing and how how things get handled is just kind of just overall cool to me. Mm-hmm. And just that's that's the kind of what would tie me in. So, uh, yeah, Farway Paladin for me is going to be my number three for the season. Yeah. Uh, interesting stuff, because I just don't think uh, this and I'm going to be real with you. So just just my but this is what makes me and tell so different, I guess, because we are we do have a lot of similarities between our tastes. But this one, I don't think is that good. I think it's good, but something about like something about, especially this most fucking recent the C- episode. The CGI isn't that good. I, I, no, I don't even really care about that. I don't care about that. It's it's this most recent episode fucking blew me. I'm like this fucking this evil dude. The way he's acting, like the evil dude, literally fought. Um, uh, Gus was fucking throwing down with Gus, but then when he's about to fight Will, he's sending his minions after him, and then all of a sudden Will is about to accept his 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 fucking shit, and 
like the battle changes and it's like oh no it, it just it, it didn't feel like it didn't feel rewarding it didn't feel like it belonged it just felt like it was something rushed through to kind of get through to where they wanted us to be with will and his uh i guess his growth in this particular episode i thought that shit was stupid i don't think the characters are really that interesting at all except for will i think will is very very much the, the backpack he's putting everybody in his backpack in this in this show because of the emotion the voice acting just his particular story individually is phenomenal the others i don't i don't give a fuck about them too much at all maybe except for marie because she's waifu but <laughs> of course <laughs> everything else is awful i'm like i don't give a fuck about this these people at all um but i am interested to see where it's gonna go so very different dynamic between me and you with this one number three you got that over world's finest assassins now it tells number four is world finest assassin so we just what, talked with what, what your number three my number three was i just wanted to say what, what yours was world's finest oh. assassin so my number three was jobless reincarnation this shit was just probably the most beautiful show uh yeah, is it? Yeah, I think it's more beautiful than more beautiful than <laughs> eighty six. I do. Really, I love the fucking art style. The art style it's, it, it gives me Grimgar type vibes, like a different look, and I like it. It's creative. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like that storybook. Some, sometimes look. it does give that really like painted look. Yeah, it's a super storybook esque kind of watercolor look to it. I love. Um, but I'm. This, this most recent episode of Jobless Reincarnation, if 86 didn't do what it did this week, Jobless Reincarnation would totally have that title because what just happened. Um, and what just happened had me like, shit, man. He's right, you know? And I'm not going to say who's right, but he's right. Like, he shouldn't have been living the way he was living, even though he had no idea. Because I know he had no idea. He was a fucking kid. So maybe... Uh- yeah. I, I agree that he should have been living the way he was living because yeah but the way they brought it to our attention i was like damn you know i didn't even think about that yeah we didn't we didn't at all like it made me feel like a shitty human being like yeah, exactly I was not even thinking about that that's exactly where i was going with that that's exactly how i felt i'm like like i don't know if i don't think rudy was wrong right like i don't think he was wrong he's Mm-mm. definitely right but when you put it that way fuck like I mean, he, he's also a child that I mean, he was yes. handed his father of the hands though, but he's yes. still a child technically. <laughs> yes, that was interesting seeing that. But I, I, I just think this story is is far, far and away too interesting to to sleep on. I think if you watch him from beginning to end, you will be extremely uh, satisfied with what you're getting so far. But I think it's definitely worth to watch. So if you haven't watched Jobless Reincarnation, do that. Um. My number four, though, uh, my number four is Platinum Men. <sighs> to be honest, the only reason why it got above Blue Period for me is because I know Blue Period is just not something that's going to be for everybody. So, yes, watch Platinum Men. It's it's okay, you know, it's okay. I'll say that. It's a great. No. No, I'm going to say it. I said it. Polo said it. Polo said it, not tell. I don't know how tell feels yet. We're about to find out in a minute. But it's okay. And um, if you love Death Note, you will love this. Even though they're very different. Very fucking different. 
I still think Death Note was written a little bit better. But I don't know. Tell what you think. It's okay as fuck. It's okay as fuck. Yeah. Okay. He does what he does. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I actually probably could have skipped this one in my whole, mm. if I'm being like real, like I, I could have waited until it's done. it was finished and then just watched whatever, how many episodes they gave us. Interesting. I, I could I could have waited until they finished the entire series and then binge on that in like two or three years. No, no enjoy Platinum in, but it's not it's not it's not giving what y'all said it was supposed to give. Yeah. It's, I, <laughs> what? I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to shade. I'm not trying to shade at all. Yeah. But Platinum Man is it, it really is. It's like okay as fuck. Like it's yeah, I'll i watch it. I'm not upset with watching it. But I guess what really pisses me off the most about it is the cliffhangers. Because, like, you mix in these cliffhangers where it's like, you could have just gave me that. And then, like, everything like that happened in this latest episode, like, I feel like they're trying to play checkers. Yes. But, like, they don't quite have the pieces there. They just, they just playing. And it's like, this information, this story could have gone a lot faster, smoother. They didn't yes. have to play so many games around it. It's, it's okay as fuck. You can watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, not on, it's not on my must watch. Polo got it on his must watch. Yeah, because I, I feel like people should because they it's fall season and yeah, it's <clears throat> mad fucking just okay. The Power Ranger things pissed me off. Everybody's just I'm like, Come, that's enough of this shit. I'm over it. I just I don't I began to not care slowly. Um, but it's like I do think it could use some. Polish. Yeah, some polish. That's what it is. Like a few patches or some shit. <laughs> a show getting some patches. <laughs> a show getting some patches. Like a fucking like a like a a platinum man Kai or some shit. Like it just yeah. it needs it just needs something. And um they've been in this stadium for too long. It's been two episodes now. They've been in the stadium for the entire time. No real we still gonna be there next episode. Yeah, no real progression like at all when it comes to like just anything, really. Just the main story focus, I guess. To, to me, this felt like an opportunity to demonstrate more characters that they didn't capitalize yeah. on. Yeah. Um, well, they did demonstrate more characters, but they just took the motherfuckers out yes. too, too fast. But, like, there there was just an opportunity to capitalize here, and I felt like they, the, they didn't. They lowercased it. Yeah. So, like, it, was, it wasn't enough. And right. I, I, I agree with those who say probably read it, because this is hitting on a point where I'm like, I could have read this and been done and been like, okay, I enjoyed that. Or been like, okay, yeah. I shouldn't have read that. I'd rather get this out, out the way, if I'm being honest. Uh, coincidentally enough, um, your number five is also... Why the fuck do I keep losing this list? Hold on. I got in text messages. Let's see. Uh, let's see here. Job is reincarnated. Oh, no. Blue period. Okay, so blue period. Yeah, blue period. <sighs> I, I think it's a must watch. I don't Absolute care if you fucking, like Slice of Life or not. Absolutely. Um, like, I it's know both of, trying to. It's both of our number five, by the way. The I, I, only reason I put blue period here is because of, like, I agree with what Polo said. Like, where people aren't going to want to watch it because of what it is. Mm -hmm. But realistically, Blue Period is just too good to not watch, right? Like, 100%. The, the emotional context and then like, yeah, the the artwork of the characters itself isn't immaculate, but when you take into context 
the look of what they're actually doing <sighs> and Listen. stuff like that is it's immaculate. And if you are someone who's into the arts or anything like that, just like it makes me think about other types of art forms. Like this recent episode, he was looking at a cake and I'm not going to go too much detail. until he's looking at the cake and the way the cake was, was laid out. It, it make it makes you think about how you apply that kind of information to other parts of life or art in general. Right. So just, you know, I think blue period is a must watch for sure. Absolutely um, agree. Over platinum in. Yeah. It's oh man. It's such an, it has such an emotional, attack like right like because you just you you feel if you if you're an artist in any way don't matter if it's actual physically drawn art or fucking editing art like podcasts it don't matter what it is whatever art form you are uh associated with fucking playing video it doesn't matter whatever art form you're attached to that emotion that it draws out of you is all in this episode as an art like as an artist you can see somebody coming into themselves and just growing with that that main character, phenomenal, great main character. I didn't like him at first. Who did we both not like him at first? I think it was because he was kind of like that that cocky ish. Yeah, yeah, character or, or cocky but still unknowing. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Very good though. Very good character. At first, I didn't like him. I'm gonna be real. Um, number six for Polo is banished from the hero party. I think this is definitely a must watch and it belongs on a must watch list because it is the most adorable slice of life show you will watch, period. Before Polo and his statement, I would also like to say uh, I have redacted my current statement that I sent in his text messages and that Banished from the Heroes Party is also my number six. Oh, hell, okay. <laughs> there it is. Let's go, okay. Yes, it's fucking adorable. I Something about when relationships form in anime that feels more natural instead of that what is it what's the word i'm looking for side eye bullshit like uh, what's what's the word i'm actual word i'm looking for shy uh, shy bullshit yeah. <clears throat> i love how they're how she's like coming at him like this is where i want to be and he's like this is where you can be you know like it's just it's just like that it's no bullshit nothing else added nothing to figure out but but Montel, there's also a background story just playing, just just slowly kind of developing in the background. Every five minutes of an episode, every <laughs> the last five minutes of an episode is just a small piece of main story developing that you're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen when this happens? And it gets interesting. So is it gonna turn into something else completely? When we're gonna see him get active? Because I'm loving this, you know, quiet life basically he's living, and. It's it's an enjoyable show. Shout out to Panda for telling us to watch it, even though we've already been watching it. You know that yeah, means that means she don't listen to the podcast anymore. So that makes me it's sad. It's okay. We still love and we support st- you too. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's funny though. And then my number seven is Far Away Paladin. I do think it's good. I do think you should watch it. Uh, but I don't think it's just it's that that great. Um, my number seven is Platinum Man. I do think you should watch it. I do think it's good, but I just don't think it's, you know, that, that great. Mm, mm. All right. Like just copy and paste it what Polo said. <laughs> word for word. So with that, that is our top seven anime that we feel like you should, you should watch this season. It is incredible. It is something special. 
Um, definitely, definitely watch those shows. Please try to watch them. Just try to watch more than just Platinum Man because I promise you, you won't be disappointed in at least something else. And at least anything else, like just anything else. But now is the time where we get to know my check waifu waifu. It's where one of us runs a random number generator. The other reads a question associated with that random number generator. Generated, I should say. And we get to know our host a little bit better. 61 questions, brother. Copy that. Number 14. Okay. What was your favorite video game as a child? And... We're going to specify a child. Um, Specifically child. Before middle school. Ooh. Mm. Oh, shit. Before middle school, it'll be Zelda. Nope. I'm a liar. It's definitely SSX tricky it's tricky 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 hey that's hey, that game was fun yes yeah, that, that was bro. my very first ps2 game and oh was that middle school though i think that might have been middle school i think ps2 came out before middle school bro okay good yeah that was my very first ps3 in high school no yeah ps3 was in high school right let's look let's look because i got it when ps2 launched when did ps2 launch Two thousand. Ooh, March fourth of yeah. two thousand. Yeah, so that we were not in in middle school yet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I got it that December though, for Christmas. Shout out to my auntie Tanya for helping us get that. Let's go, auntie. We love you <laughs> for sure. Uh, oh, it came out in North America October twenty sixth. So yeah, that December. Yep, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. SSX tricky. It was when the disc was blue, but yeah, that was my that was my first one. Uh, my, my, my favorite, I mean. My favorite game as a child, it's hard to pick between the two. It would be between Pokemon and Twisted Metal. Yeah, yeah. Two, two very different games, but Twisted Metal, it just has so much replayability at that age, bro. Yeah. I really just turned on the game and blew cars up for hours. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> and then po- Pokemon, you know, I put a thousand hours into every Pokemon game. Honorable mention, uh, those U.S. Army game, like the the toy soldier, toy soldier games. Bruh, we I, all played that. Yeah, I used to enjoy that shit too. I used to enjoy that shit too. All right, so now we're gonna take this quick break to this Teflon Sega Paralyzed. Since it's since we're recording on Halloween, even though when y'all hear this is past Halloween, but it's just it's thematic, so we're gonna play it. So when we come back, we're going to spoil 86. We're going to spoil Platinum Man. We're going to spoil probably Jobless Reincarnation. So make sure if you watch those three shows, because you have after you listen to this podcast episode, stick around. We'll be right back after this. the 
Did so we won't spend too much time here. Now I always say let's spoil Platinum Man first because we know it's what most of you motherfuckers are watching. So yes. Why you gotta say it like that? I know I'm tripping. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? You no, know, come on, bro. Listen, Look, we, don't turn on, don't turn off the podcast because Polo's being evil and facetious and mean. Very facetious, very very facetious. But I just need a hug. So. Uh, for everybody who's listening to the podcast, <laughs> share with a friend, and that's a hug for Polo. There it is. Uh, <laughs> share with a friend, and that's a hug. Um, yeah, Platinum Man. This episode was awful to me personally. I feel like they're trying to do too much, and it ain't working in my personal yeah. opinion. Like I, it's yeah. just Metro booming and uh, who the fuck? <laughs> Metro booming and the Boom Squad. Yeah, and the Boom Squad. The Green folks, Green Ranger and the Yellow Ranger, and then all of a sudden the Pink Ranger and the Blue Ranger. It's getting fucking ridiculous, and apparently, it's him playing chess. But no, it's just it's just stupid. Nah, he was he was not playing chess. He was playing checkers without without enough pieces. <laughs> Yo, Chinese checkers, Bruh. <laughs> with the marbles and shit. It's not it's not good. Uh, this episode wasn't good. I I agree. It, and what would have made it good would have been pacing, right? Like they could have they could have made this better with pacing, giving us more information, making our main character seem a little bit more proactive. Um our our main character just seems like a, a side show piece. Yes. Right? Like like he, he's not the main character in this right now. And that just seems off for a show like this, right? Like could you imagine L and Light not being the centerpiece of yeah. the show? No. Like that sh- that shit's weird and that's what we're looking at right now. It's not our good. Main- our main character and his love interest are sitting sideline in the arena. <laughs> Chilling for two episodes, for two full episodes. They're sitting in this arena. I don't, it's supposed to build tension. Is it building any tension for you? Not for me. Nah. I, I, if, if, if we being real, the only tension part was the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, because I felt like our main character wasn't going to reveal himself. Mm-mm. Like, he just doesn't seem like that. That if he would have, if I would have liked him to, but if he would have, I would have called bullshit for him writing the character the way he has been written so yep. far already, yep. and then deciding to step outside of his box. Yeah. Um, and so no, it wouldn't be him stepping out of his side of his box. It would be the re- the reason why he would step outside of his box is because his his partner. He's remember he was shot. He shot with the red arrow. So mm-hmm. when she well, said, "Not anymore. That's over." No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, you're right. 33 days has passed mm-hmm. since then. He was just standing with her. You're right. You're right. You're right as fuck. Yeah. But why did that red ring pop around his neck then? I'm assuming because he got mad and he's about he, to get active or something. That's what, okay. That's that's probably right. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I didn't feel any tension until the end. They already showed pretty much at the very last second of the episode that it's going to be somebody else that saves the girl instead. Um, Another... Uh, I guess contestant is going to save her. They already showed him like basically the emotion of him. I don't think it's going to be our main guy. Gonna, our main guy is going to stand up, 
but sit his ass right back down. Mm-hmm. Because puss, puss boy, yeah, because he doesn't have his super red red uh, ranger costume yet that they showed at the end uh, credits. So, yeah, I don't know. This show isn't as good. Probably called this dude a mighty morphin power ranger though. They all are. Fucking he about to, uh, <laughs> straight up straight up he about to turn into the red ranger soon and it's gonna be oh she wrote but yeah it's not good it's not good it's not good oh it's not it's, it's okay i'm not gonna say it's not good because it's not bad nah bro this episode was not good this episode was not good yes yeah i was speaking in general terms yeah like that one episode where the angel we met last episode really kind of like swooped in mm-hmm. that shit was hard i was like that that moment really like made that whole episode for me because mm-hmm. i was like oh shit something about to happen and yeah. then kind of what, what ended up happening was kind of like anticlimactic yep and this entire episode that we just watched was very anticlimactic and they give us a, a semi like crescendo to a climax and i mm-hmm. bet you that bitch gonna be like and <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's been right that's what it's yeah. been the entire it's been, show it's been set up after set up after set up for disappointment after disappointment after disappointment Agreed. Um, first episode is the best episode yes yes I had to think about it for a second yeah I agree <laughs> absolutely because it was so well written it was uh, it was more approachably chaotic if that makes sense here did the, the the information they gave us didn't seem it seemed like decent information mm-hmm. with decent action in between right like and mm-hmm. i don't mean like I, I always explain this i don't mean action in terms of like fighting or anything like that i mean yeah. action in terms of progression in the story yes so like when the director says action we're not getting stagnant information we're getting actual information actual progression yes so when they said action in that first episode it was actually action they're saying action in this most recent episode and it's like Oh, look at what I can do. Yeah, it's a it's a dick swinging contest for no and, and, uh, no getting reason. outswung too. Why, yeah. why why are you just letting yourself get outswung? It, Stupid. Performing a different dick swinging contest. This ain't this ain't the one for you. <laughs> Weirdly enough, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what happened or why it happened, but it's not looking good. Next up though, eighty six. Uh, amazing episode! Fucking, fucking amazing episode! Hey, hey, listen! How Shin put up, pulled up on the on the entire fucking platoon. Like, listen, this is this is what's happening. Y'all gonna listen to me? If y'all don't believe me, kill me. And guess what? He was right. He was right. And you know, the best part is that before they obviously didn't really like understand what he knew yep. uh, and why he knew it. And he didn't really give them much information, right? Like, he mm-hmm. just told them this is what's happening. This is just what it is. And his, we see them kind of get overtaken, overrun. Yep. And Shin and his platoon, or his boys and his girls, his people, they all were already pre-ready, pre-set, because they knew what was about to happen. Yep. They've been dealing with this for years now. So who's a, those are just other people in that, like, special training platoon that was with him yeah. when they pulled up? Okay. Yeah, because, you know, they're, they're supposed to be on call for deployment. They're not supposed to be already out on deployment. Right. They was, pre- they was like, all right, well, we're going to have to get out here and get active. And mm-hmm. they, they, they did way more work than anybody else. Yep. Like, but when, the, the, fact that they send out, the fact that they send out humans... In the first place to fight these legions are all is already ridiculous. Like that's just a measure of disaster, right? Like I, 
No, I think reality is though, like they don't have nothing else, right? Like the Legion is their attempt at making something that is not human do it, I guess, is what it almost no, feels like. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the Federacy. I mean, yeah, the Federacy. How they had yeah. those just regular ass people in those suits. Like, come on, man. You y'all know that ain't gonna work. They, yeah, they was getting murked out, bro. Oh, you talking about the the the, the, the soldiers. army. Yeah. Bruh, that I'm like, was come dumb. on, man. That <laughs> was so <laughs> stupid. As soon as I saw that one little laser go up in there and it broke off into like the little bombardment, <laughs> oh. I was like <laughs> listen. Oh. That was that was like stepping on ants, bro. Exactly. I'm like, Why what the fuck is them- going on here? Yeah. Like y'all know what they can do. And but then I also think like that's the barricade to right before they get to the city. Right, right. So they could not get active. They had to get yeah. something out there to just lay down, cover fire or shots. But yeah. it was done instantaneously. Um, realistically, they they should have they shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That was a waste of people. It was a complete waste of people. But man, something about the way this episode was structured, perfect hills. Right, we just talked about this in Platinum Man with the hill being just whatever that bullshit was. This 86 hill, it was, you you start emotional. You're like, I got to warn him. So it's, it starts at this flat crescendo. Then it shows the fucking Legion. Somebody's, somebody, someone's commanding the Legion. And once they start breaking off and going to literally every city with probably as many numbers as they, as they had ever seen. They're attacking the Federacy and the, the Republic. The Republic, the, re, the Federacy to the South, the North, all the sides, all of Everything. them. All of them. All directions they were attacking with full force. From that moment, the stress level, extremely fucking high. Extremely fucking high. Those soldiers just dying. So sad. Then, it goes back to our people and when Shin is talking to uh, what's his name? I forget the other guy's name. But uh, I, I don't know. Raiden. Yeah, Raiden. I love him so much too. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name. But when he when he's talking to him, he's like, "Look, I gotta, I gotta tell him. I don't give. It's no point in not hiding that a fact that I know that they're coming." And when he pulled up, my stress was so fucking high because I thought they were gonna like arrest him or some shit. I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Right. Then when it happened and I saw those people die, I'm like, "Shit, man, this is too much. This is too much." And then our fucking crew comes in, the special forces unit come in, fucking shit up in that city, dude. And I'm I was blown back, man. I'm like, "Hell yeah." Like you said, the music, when the music crescendo to them coming in and everybody doing their specialties like the sniper, the fucking the maneuver dude, Shin slicing people up. All of that shit was this, so fucking spe- well done, man. Yeah, this is probably my second favorite like overall mech fighting animation in general, right? Absolutely. Like, this shit was on point. Yeah, and the music to go first. with it. I mean, yeah, I've watched more mech animated you. Excellent. But for me, like the the way that you incorporate the music into this and just the actual timing and pacing of everything because the music didn't just kick off and I said this earlier too. Yes. The music just kind of had a couple of like little pitches, a little high note here, and mm-hmm. then it went to that that you hit, you can feel the drum, you can mm-hmm. feel it kind of pick up a little bit, and it just kept going the entire time. Right. And like I remember, I was watching everything, and I got so zoned in, I, I felt yes. the music kind of like just go away. But then I was like, no, wait, I need to hear that too. And it, it just kind of was like perfect. Everything was in sync. And That's this is I what got goosebumps. Like. This is what we talk about when sound design is so important that you, you kind of forget it's even there because you're just kind of engulfed in the entire situation because it's just so good. Um, they did they did this scene immaculately and perfectly. I think for overall like combat scene for a mech, this is like my favorite combat scene ever. Mm. But 
I think in terms of like overall mech combination, like I said, combat is like my second, but this is amazing for like, this is, this is on point, bro. I, it, it was an intense moment, like with very few words in all action, Dang. you felt how intense it was. Especially to fast forward just a little bit, especially yes. When Federico was sensing what was going on and Shin was going off, he was losing his mind. Oh, literal goosebumps, man. The way he was fighting was incredible, but I was like, I'm like, come it's back. Dangerous. Yeah, I'm like, come back, man. Please come back. I do not want him. <laughs> call it, let's call it madness because it, that's exactly essentially what it is. That's what happened to her night. And that's exactly what was about to happen to Shin and she could feel it. And that shit was, I would not do the hair on my hands because I got hairy hands. Shout out to me being fucking a part of a hairy family. <laughs> Um, I no hair on my knuckles. All my shit was standing up, dude. My whole arm. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening to me? And just like you said, I was so zoned out. My peripheral was gone. I got three monitors. The motherfuckers were gone. The only thing I could focus on was what was happening right here on my monitor. I'm sitting here, just sitting here like this with my hands on my desk, so close to the monitor, getting blown back. When that glass go across his face and shit, I'm like, oh, yo, what the fuck? Is this liquid from the from the Legion about to seep in and turn him to? I don't even know what the fuck is happening because you just don't know in 86 until they explain it. But when he was going off, I'm like, shit. And then it ends. And you see the rain. I'm like, fuck, bro. This is too much, man. It's too fucking much. They they did give us closure at least though, bro. Yes. Like they let us know that he didn't actually like get Lose hurt it. for real, Close. didn't die. Yeah. But but Federico was like, you know, you gotta stop fighting like this, bro. You got this to. is not this is not the move. Nope. Uh, you gonna be dead next time you do some shit like that because like if when we see it, a piece of like because the the tank or the the legion he was fighting shot a shell through his machine, yeah. and that shrapnel is what cut him on his face like yeah. and obviously he shin so he knows he you know he probably planned that because that's how he needed to get close he let that come through hit right there where he knew he was gonna take no actual like lethal damage yep and i'm like you can't be enjoying this like he was having a fucking blast bro and i just feel like i feel like he's this is what makes me think like he's recessing back into that whole uh, this is where we die at right on the mm-hmm. battlefield and that's cool. Uh, I, to, I think, sorry to cut you off real quick. But it just reminded me. The, it's just so fucking beautiful. The way the episode slowly peaked, like it, it slowly. You had a peek into his uh, descent into madness, essentially, right? Like because you saw him crack a smile when they were about to start fighting. Everybody and it turned like that grayish blue. Everybody ready yet? When he told everybody ready yet, but crack that smile. Then when they all lined up. His smile got bigger. And then when we started fighting, his smile was a full blown fucking Joker grin, bro. Oh, it was, and it was throughout the entire episode. Well, not the entire episode because it was just another like kind of split joint. We're gonna mm-hmm. get to the split in a second, but that shit was special to me. So special to me that the way they did it, that you, oh, so easy to miss that little shit. Mm-hmm. But it's no, so important yeah. to the show. That that grayish blue like tent we mm-hmm. hadn't seen it other than when they showed his brother yes like his his flashback on his brother and his brother having that same big ass demented crazy yep. smile yep um and, it, and, and you kind of feel bad bro it just you feels do. bad you feel it every sense of the word you feel <clears throat> it bro 
Oh man, you oh bro, so good. So fucking with that good. split, bro. That split. That split. We went back to the fucking captain finally. Let's go. I was like, oh shit, I forgot this this had this good ass part of the show too. Blown back by that, man. Her, so her uncle, man. Yeah, she she having a talk with him and she's like thinking, okay, well, he's not gonna help me and he's just giving me support. He let me know what's about to happen. He picked up his gun though after that talk and was like, I'm I can only hold you know, hold him off for so long. So do what you gotta do. He was just he was just seeing if she had the resolve. And that's what I appreciated a lot. Mm-hmm. So a, I always thought he was a piece of shit. But I, I mean he still kinda is a piece of shit. But in a sense, it was like it was a for her kind of thing. Right? Like yeah. it was because he raised no. her, right? Yeah, but do you think what she said was wrong? Well, what he said was wrong when he oh, said yeah. no. it would be better for us to just die at their hands, right? Like, I think uh, what he said about the 86 turning on them yep. was wrong because I think that's just because he doesn't know them well enough. Yep. All he knows is that her parents died fighting with the 86. Yep. So to him, he's probably already got a little bit of grudge against them, but he knows that he can't hold her back because he couldn't hold her parents back either. Right. Yeah, it's something about that um <clears throat> that conversation that they had. I was I was stuck in between like what is he doing? You know, I, I had no idea what he was doing until he picked up that gun. The moment he mm-hmm. picked up that gun, I'm like, "Oh shit." And that's why she just like her when she saluted to him and said good luck to him, I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, now I feel bad about hating his fucking guts during that entire conversation." I I'm gonna be honest with you. I I had no no like no inclination of what the fuck he was going for when he was talking about this. I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you're kind of right. The 86 ain't gonna fuck with you, but wait, you don't really know the 86 that well. So you're just saying it's what the 86 should do because of what they've done to them is all he was literally saying, which is literally, literally, this is a talk about racism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's exactly the talk about racism. It's the entire show. They not, they not, they just because like they don't actually have any ill intent for you, right? Like yep. they just want to live their life, and yeah, they may see that it would be easier to do everything by themselves. But they, who wants to live that kind of life where they nobody do bro. by themselves? Nobody. And everybody has even even if you are a loner, right? Like Polo and I, I think are very good loners. Like I, yes, we both enjoy our our free and alone time. Yes, but you still want to be accepted a, mm-hmm. like a little bit. By like a few people, that's all you really care about is some acceptance. You don't need all acceptance. You don't need universal acceptance. You just need right. some to be happy and just like, all right, I'm cool. I'm going by my day. Right. That's what these people want, and that's what he was kind of getting to the point of and trying yeah. to get that out of her. Now, I also was like hype as soon as she kind of goes in, she clicks her button, she turned on her little dial, and you see do 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 all the processors open up, yep. and it said 100 processors. I was like. She connected Bruh. to all of them. And what he means by that, he, he, she's literally connected to every 86 that there was. And telling her, I'm like, look, this is it. This is it. So, obviously, this is all happening at the same time as what's going on with Shin. So, beautiful way of telling it. They put the date there more than enough to for us to understand what, what was going on. But, I will say this, Tell, and I'm going to ask you this question. Maybe you can help me answer it. Do you think that if you don't pay attention enough in this show that you will just be lost. Like, like you can miss some shit easily. So with that question, it's kind of hard, right? Because 
I think if you're paying attention, if you pay a little bit of attention to this show, it gets too good to not pay attention. Mm. But Lovely if you question, just have though. it, yeah, if you just have it on in like the background, then and you just kind of like look up and down. I don't even. So that, I find it. I find it hard to do even be that. And I'm, I mean that just because we are into it, right? We're into that, it. Already, but that's so. with any show, though, right? I'm saying like if you, because to be honest, I feel like if you miss, if you don't understand what's going on in the first half of this season, that you will literally be so fucking confused between like the, the splits. You know what I'm saying? Like the splits in general, the way mm-hmm. they do the splits. Sometimes the split is literally going back in time. But if you miss that, you'll be confused. See what I'm saying? That's why yeah. I say, do you think it's easy to miss those? Yeah, I'm, I'll say yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's easier to miss the extra information that makes this more amazing. I think if you don't pay 100% attention to it, it's just a really good anime. Right. But I think if you, if you pay attention to it when you get every single little hint they drop, then it's more than a really good anime. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Almost fucking perfect to be honest. I'm not gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. We can guys see how this ending go. That's true. That's true. We gotta, man. Hopefully, we get a conclusion. 24 is, I think, perfect. But to think about everything that just happened. Okay, let's fast forward to the very end credit scene where Federica said, "We get that where Shin get that flash of whatever the fuck that was that scared the shit out of me that put my heart." And my fucking asshole, okay? I don't know if y'all know this, but I don't do, like, scary shit. I fucking hate scary shit. When that flash popped up and said, I'm going to kill you, it fucking scared the shit out of me, bro. Like, what the I, I fuck? Think, I think that was uh, her, that, her old dude. That's her Kiri, night. Whatever his name is. Kiri, yeah. Kiri, yeah. That's her night, Kiri. But when that happened, it scared the fuck out of me. She said, uh, Shin, look out. And Shin went over to Frederica to protect her at the very fucking end of it. That shit blew me back, bro. I'm like, what the fuck and is going on? That scene, plan them in. That's how you do a cliffhanger, bro. Yeah. The entire episode got to be good. Sprinkle that goodness into the episode, yes. and then boom, cliffhanger. With, now we we satisfied. We ain't mad with proper closure to the episode, and then do a cliffhanger. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what the difference is here. The difference is the problem with Tokyo Revengers is the same thing. They never gave proper closure to an episode before they try to drop a cliffhanger. They just drop cliffhangers at very weird intervals. <laughs> like yeah, I don't, I don't need cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger. That's it is a it is a plot element. It's a yes, plot device. Yes, not being utilized properly. Right. You got to utilize all the other plot devices first before you start dropping cliffhangers. Now this though, here's this question for you. Do you think people binging Platinum Man will have a better experience than people watching week to week? No. I disagree. I do think they will. Because um, you, you don't think about cliffhangers. You don't think about it because you're just watching it. You're just watching it straight through. I hit myself no. with my microphone. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to think about the I'm going to think about the cliffhanger in between. You are. Montel I'm Williams talking, is. I'm, no, I'm talking about if I was binging it, I'm going to think about the cliffhanger still. Because yeah. why did it stop at the end of the episode right there? Even though I have the next episode to watch, right? Like, why did it stop right there? You will. And, and, and well, I'm saying like, I feel like a lot of these episodes are wasted time. And then the only interesting part is the cliffhanger. That's mm, not good. Okay. That's not good. You're talking the, about the meat in between the cliffhangers. Yeah, because I think see. about this, right? Think about this. You're listening to a Lil Wayne song, right? The beginning of Lil Wayne's song is kind of good. And then it goes and the whole song is like mediocre, right? Mm-hmm. And then it has this hard ass like transition into like 
this song. You're like, damn, well, who made this song? It's a Kanye West song. And then you got this dope ass transition from that back to a Lil Wayne song where it started off pretty good and then go mediocre again. Mm. That transition is important. Mm-hmm. If you transition into the next episode, the next meat and potatoes, it's not good. So it's not like, good. I see what you so you're saying basically you're getting th- three minutes of goodness per episode. Can you stop giving me three minutes of goodness? And then the meat of it, the main 20, 20 minutes is stop. just basic. I see what you're saying. Stop minute manning your anime. <laughs> Yo. We don't want it. Yo, yes, that is a fact. <laughs> Wait, is this is the name of this episode Minute Man? <laughs> minute Man anime? Wait a minute. Fuck. Could be. It could be, bro. Oh, man, that's a good point. All right, because I'm like, I'm like at first, okay, maybe tell just just sitting in his podcast mindset about how you know we you know we are a little bit more critiquey when it comes to it, but somebody a regular person just watching it, binging it through, I do think they will still feel the same way, like you said, because the meat of it is just not there. Like it's a whole lot of fucking talking with not a lot of substance. Yeah, and it might get better later on, but right now fact. it's it's way too much like extra fluff. For perspective, oh, what a transition! We've talking about platinum men now. Uh, for perspective, there is we are on episode four right now, so it could it's twenty four episodes. Damn, that's a lot of episodes. No wonder why you're dragging. It could shit. pick up and be fire. It could pick up and be fire. So just for timestamp reference, this episode comes out November second. So just for timestamp reference the f- we only watched four episodes but right now but it makes sense though how the fuck are they gonna have this 13 battle 13 member battle royale and they already took out five people four yeah, people are we gonna get a training arc in anime like this probably I'm, I'm confused wait how the fuck is this gonna work cause they literally they in, in two episodes they literally took, took out almost half the fucking people in this shit Damn. Damn. He killed one in, in, in what? The first episode. Mm-hmm. Now they what killed two more. Yep. Possibly about to be three more. We we gonna see. We're gonna see. That's wild, and it's only 13 of them. So Yeah. Yikes. This shit might drag. I'm not gonna hold you. It might you drag. You see, you see where I'm coming from? I do, I do. All right, bro. That's what I'm talking about. I get it. Uh, Yeah, not too much. Didn't we already talk about Platinum Man? Yeah, we already did. Yeah, we talked about Platinum Man first. Yeah, let's transition out of Platinum Man and out of 86. 86 being special to Jobless Reincarnation. We're going to talk about uh, World's Finest Assassin. Oh, yeah, instead. Well, I guess both. I really want to talk about Jobless Reincarnation. Oh, no, that's what it was. It wasn't wasn't World's Finest Assassin. It was supposed to be Jobless Reincarnation. So for Jobless, bro... I really do feel like that this episode was probably the best one this part two. No? Yeah. For for this season so far, this was definitely the best episode. Yeah. Because um, I thought the season, and this is just my personal thing, I thought the season was just okay so far. <sighs> this part, it, it, it's the information has been really good. Um, I think it's still above average, but I think a lot of stuff we're watching is above average. So to me, it just felt like it slid in very well. But this episode... Contextually, story-wise, character-wise, everything. That is the key word right there. That's what still makes this part two for me personally. 
so good because contextually with the way it was going like the beginning of it so it's still kind of like still kind of super jolly you know, we're just trying to find a way then you had that whole situation where you got caught by you know the, the captures or whatever the fuck and that the slight sense that slight sense of stress but i think it was for the context for this particular episode mm-hmm. it was to give us this feeling like yo yeah rudy's been through a fucking lot yo chill but wait a minute so has everyone else yeah and I, I think because i felt the same exact way you said like rudy has been through a lot mm-hmm. and for his dad to say like you just been having fun this entire fucking time i was like what wait what right <laughs> this is fun right he literally been kidnapped almost killed multiple and he, times he he tried to support the people he went and make sure they safe yep. you think you and I mean, yeah, he having fun in between. Like, this is not something that he necessarily going to dread that he had in his life. But it's like, this shit ain't, ain't been easy. No, it this, ain't. Has been a, this has been work. It ain't been easy. But then again, we, from viewers perspective, we only seen what happened to Rudy. We had no fucking idea. If I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, Till, maybe because you, your memory is a lot better than Moss. Did Rudy cause this he he used the 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 water storm spell remember the yes. big water storm spell and it was a mana issue because you remember that there was that uh that cast, castle yeah thing. so when he cast that it all kind of happened at once i think i don't know if he necessarily caused it but i think it was like a trigger right yes. like it was already so much mana in the air anyway that when he cast that spell it was like boop everybody yeah. i'm gonna send you this video this is about this guy named uh, <sighs> Fuck, I can't remember his name. Somebody I'm subscribed to that does a breakdown of different like anime powers. He's does it so fucking well. I'm gonna send it to you. He explains uh Rudy's powers so well that that shit makes sense. And that's why I had to rethink about like, wait, he caused this whole shit in the first place. But I think you're right. I think it did trigger what then became of this because, like you said, the man was gathering for such a long time. Even while he was growing up, we always noticed it up there, but we didn't know what the yeah. fuck it was. Because if you remember, they were talking about mm-hmm. the mana had been gaining for so much time, but yep. there's no, they don't understand why, they don't understand where that building came from, anything like that. Right. So they, they already had no idea. There was no real understanding. Right. And, and like you said, to go back to like the whole teleportation thing is that the way that the story was placed in front of us was that um, it was really just him and Aries. It and- was really just him. Yeah, we had no idea of the actual scale of it, right? Yep. And there was no reason for us to think of the actual scale. Nope. All we're all we're worried about is what's in front of us is our main characters, and then we get to this point where we are in this episode, and the scale is grand. <laughs> so it's grand. a large scale. Um, everyone is affected. Um, his he meets his dad. Um, and his dad's entire crew who are saving kidnapped people. Yep. Um, he, he finds out that his mom, his dad's second wife and his other sibling are missing. Mm. Um, he meets his other sibling norm for the first time. Um, like since they, she's like cognizant now. Um, so the reality is, is that like, the the scale of what transpired is so much grander and larger than we expected and now that opened up the world for this to be like well what is the actual scale was it it, he said it was the city right the entire city so that everybody in that city got displaced weren't there like kings and stuff in that city too like there was 
and people died, we don't, everyone hasn't been located yet. So we don't know what the full, you know, the full consequences are of that right. action. Right. Yeah, man. It's just, um, it was hard for me to catch, like, cause again, another one of the situations where I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, Paul, chill. He's a kid. He got teleported. He lived a fucked up, you know, few years during this thing. But then he said, yo, you literally chilling. We're trying to, he, he thought I, he like, I thought you were doing the same thing uh, or something similar to what I'm doing. Like I'm trying to fucking find our people and you're lollygagging around the fucking city trying to get back. You didn't write. He didn't write. Cause they mentioned that earlier in the episode. Like, Oh, I'm wondering what Paul's doing. I didn't write to him. And so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, he didn't write. He didn't say anything to, to anybody about well, what the fuck was going on. Like there was ways for you to contact, but you didn't try. And that, blew me back i'm like fuck man this this man got a good point but then again i'm thinking to myself i'm like but what do you fucking expect he only knows what he knows he doesn't know anything else that's true but to paul's defense rudy has never been so narrow-minded in this series other than when he got teleported when he got teleported everything and they they did they did show that he has been very self-centered this entire time mm-hmm. with how he handled Rudyard, how he handled uh Aries. uh Aries, uh because he was willing to sell the staff that she she got made for him mm-hmm. he was willing to do he's willing to lie for Rudyard to get past that uh, his actions have been while they are to help the people immediately with him mm-hmm. they have not been for the greater overall like True. support of everyone so his actions have been self-centered. I think they did a really good job of, of showing that he has he's not focusing on the things outside of what's directly around him. But how and could he? That that made this very impactful to to kind of get that explanation that boom, this is bigger than what you thought it was. But remember, this motherfucker was also in the eye of the storm from the center mm-hmm. of the creation. He has no idea. He didn't see it come from where it came from to his city and capture everybody. He was in the fucking middle of it. He was the people that, so all he knows is, oh, this just happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's, it's just him. So again, I don't, I can't blame him, but I also can't, like you said, can't blame Paul for the way he was speaking on it, but I can appreciate Rudy kicking his ass like, yo, I don't, I didn't know. Pow. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, what the fuck you want? What do you want from me? First of all, he was handing him them things, bro. Man. Shit was, it was crazy. I and love seeing Paul, that. Bro. Like, I knew Paul was good because when we first saw, saw Paul, I thought he was that drunk. Like, he was the drunk, he yeah. was a drunk version of that dude that he fought um, with the, like, animal people. Yeah, yeah. So I thought North he was style. like that North, North style dude. Yeah. Um, but when we realized, no, this is Paul, I was like, oh, yeah, blew me Ooh, back. This this daddy, he about to give you the hands. But I mean, we also see that his dad ain't a slouch. No, he never was. He never was the entire show. So, but yeah, but we never really see him go like we ain't seen him fight in a minute with his dad. That's true. And his dad never really went out like hard. Very true. Very good show, man. I think <laughs> it's so good. I think it's going to get even better next episode. I, I do I do foresee after this episode it getting more active mm-hmm. and I think story wise this episode was imperative to get yes. to the next level in this story. It was imperative, yes, because it was imperative to ma- of making everything else seemed viable, right? Like his chillingness, you know, him relaxing and having fun in his village after after some bullshit happens, and then you chilling and you move on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. making that more viable for me too. 
All right. Is that it? That's it. That's a wrap. All right. We just finished talking about jobless reincarnation. What do you think about this latest episode? How good was it? Uh, I like how they kind of broadened the scales on that. We also talked about 86 and one the best mech anime I've ever watched for sure. Um, yes, love. We also will talk about the Minuteman anime, Planet End, Platinum End. <laughs> I'm ready for that to end. Uh, we also have Teflon Sega, Paralyzed. Great song for the break. Let us know what you think about that Teflon Sega joint. And then before that, we got to know Mike Take Waifu Waifu with the favorite game as a child. We, we did before middle school, but let us know what, what was your favorite game as a child. You can give us anything. We also had our must watch and our must not watches. Uh, you know, let us know what your must watches are for the season or even for the year. Just let us know what you think for the best for the year. What, what should we watch and what should we avoid? Um, will we record in person? Of course. We're going to get to it eventually. We, you know, we're just going to make the right time for it. And then episode of the week for both of us was 86, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we also got a chance to listen to Polo's great story about Houston, loud cars, and country music. And that's been episode 124 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Flying on social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. Check. Yo, Polo said, I am not fucking with that country music, bro. Never. <laughs> <laughs>